We good? Mm, oh yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Um... I'm, I'm used to hearing <laughs> Craig saying now recording. Now recording. Oh. <laughs> and then he drops off the face of the earth and just right. shits the bed. All <laughs> right. Welcome everyone to Nintendo Podcast, your source for all things Nintendo. I am Eric, aka Silior. And this is your friendly neighborhood news anchor, Durga, reporting for duty. And uh, today we are starting a series that is near and dear to my heart, and that is The Legend of Zelda. And uh, but first off, what you been up to? Oh, at the moment, I'm uh, eating dry pasta, which I don't know, I have the munchies today. Um, I'll just make sure you mute your mic when you're crunching them. Yes, I will do my best <laughs> to mute my mic while I'm crunching my pasta. Anyway... Yeah. Uh, I've been, I've, yeah, I've been good. Um, so today after church, um, so I went and I visited a church today with a buddy of mine, with Chaz actually. Chaz and I went to a church that we were invited to. Went over there and um, after the service, they gave us two big boxes of groceries to give away to people, or to keep or whatever. <laughs> That's good. And I was like, was okay. Like, I mean, thanks for coming. Thanks for being a guest. Here you go. Here's a here's your food. For no, the week. but no, but they're doing this thing called City Serve, and it's a ministry where like where they like help people in need in the city, and like not only food, but like stuff that people need in general. Um. So they're like, yeah, we're gonna bless our congregation with food so here's a box to keep and here's a box to give away or give away both boxes or whatever so i was like sweet so i brought the two boxes home and joe was like um yeah we don't need either of them let's give them away and i was like i want the food in one of the boxes (laughs) yeah especially healthy food like everybody's like you need to eat healthy all right well then lower the prices on it yeah there's like Like, you go like a like a small healthy meal could be like 10 cheeseburgers or something right it's, it's crazy there was um let's say there was milk there was cheese there was sausage there was hot dogs there was kefir there was um there's a bunch of stuff in there and i was oh yeah potatoes and apples like groceries for a week in that box dude like yeah there's a couple of churches around here where I live that will do really cool things like that. Like um, there's a church called Grace Community. You know, I live uh, Fisher's Carmel area in uh, Indy. Indy. Um, there's one they uh, church, Grace Community. They have food drives, but they actually have an auto service also where if like you'll go through like, okay, this is what's going on with my car. Uh, this is why I can't afford to pay for it myself. And they'll fix it as long as you get approved. Um, I had, there was, I think it was a ball joint. I think they said it was called on one of my cars. It was like a thousand dollars to fix. They fixed it for me. That's awesome. Um, there's another big church called Northview around here that uh, they take a week every year, a weekend that they would normally have service and they'll split into a bunch of groups and then go do something to help the community, whether it's paint, you know, places or, you know, whatever. It's really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, so I got that, got that food. Um, but uh, yeah, so at work, I've been um, driving by myself now, so training's over and i'm on the route by myself which is awesome and um so friday i had to drive the big fleet truck which that's that's a big truck um growing up my uncle used to say uh he'd be like hamza would drive a big truck big truck so i'm driving the, the truck on friday and i'm they like driving the big truck. i'm like i am driving a big truck big truck <laughs> no, it was great <laughs> and i'm like driving it around and do you have to get certified to drive those? Yes, you have to get uh, an updated license, and you have to yeah, take a okay. test and take a road test and all that stuff. Yeah, because I've seen Centos trucks. I mean, they're like um, they're like FedEx trucks or something like kind yeah. of similar to that. Mm-hmm. But they're um, the fleet truck I'm driving is like a bigger truck too. It's a I don't I don't know like the like the actual name of it, but they call it a fleet truck. But okay. it's one of those air brake ones. You have to like pull with the, the actual emergency brake, and it's with air. And uh, instead okay. of a gear shifter, it's a button. 
you have to push the button for neutral push it to drive and reverse and stuff so i get to the last stop so the last stop they do um it's called cole's food incorporated and what they do is they uh make um not cinnamon toast they make toast and they make garlic bread okay Um, i think i've heard of that yeah it could be wrong so they they do that and um i have to drive all the way to muskegon so it's about 45 minutes from here but um i'm almost almost done cleaning the like the last stop so i have to like the very last part i have to load i have to get into the loading dock because it's the only way to get down into that part of the building because there's no elevator for some odd reason and we get down there and or i get down there and i'm just about to vacuum all of the water off the floor and i hear a knock at the door and i turn around there's this this black chick standing there looking at me and she's like i need to i need to use the restroom I'm like i'm i need can i just finish my job like i only have a little bit of vacuum and then i'll be done and she was like i need to change and i'm like sorry about you go to another uh, one i was like I, i'm almost done here just give me a second she's like no get out and i was like okay so i got out and she didn't even tell me when she was done so i would finish the men's and then people are over in the freaking break room putting down chairs when i'm you know when everything's wet um which i can understand the i'm not as pissed about the um about the lunchroom but how many bathrooms are in that building so there is one two three four upstairs and one locker room that I have to do, but that I don't really need to like get into a loading dock. I can just park the big truck into the driveway and then go and do it. And then there's the two big ones downstairs in the lunchroom that I have to do. And that one takes me about an hour and a half to two hours to do. No, oh, because it's huge and like people are walking and you know getting in your way all the time. Yeah, I would have told her I've been like, look, go find another bathroom. This one's closed. Like, yeah. obviously. Wet floor galore. Yeah. But, you know, they don't care. Like, not, not to be No, racist. they typically don't. But, I mean, because I deal with high school kids. But at the same time, like, you can't just let them. You got to you gotta show them, like, look, no, you can't. Like, yeah. Like, not to... I'm not pulling a racist card or anything, but like, this is this is this is one reason I didn't like cleaning jobs because people will be assholes. Mm-hmm. They'll be complete dumb fucks. And I had one guy in a building that I went to go do, and the and he sees me. He sees me cleaning the restroom. Looks at me, walks right in, and go takes and went to use the bathroom, and I was like. Now, kids will, uh, where I work, people will try and flush vape cartridges. They'll f- try and they'll, it's insane what they'll do. Because, I mean, it's not their mess. I mean, it is their mess, but they're not the ones that have to clean it up. Right. So, no, trust me, I know all too well. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, that's what, uh, that's what I have to deal with on Friday. Um <laughs> But I was supposed to go hiking with some friends, and when I got home, I was like, I am stressed. I don't want to deal with people right now. So I told my friends I was saying home. So I stayed home, and um, what did we do? We we did something. I think we went to get uh, Magic the Gathering cards for Kylie, because she's oh, cool. going gonna to play Magic. Which um, I've watched it. I may have played one or two, but this was also back in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. so i don't remember a ton of it but. yeah but um yeah so we did that and then um i don't know what we did yesterday my weekend's blurred i yeah i've had a crazy weekend myself but we'll get into that in a minute yeah but i did have some gameplay not very much though but i played i've been playing a lot of magic on my phone and okay. um that's what I've been playing mostly. And then I've been playing... Um... You'd mentioned Terraria. 
No, I, ha- I haven't bought. I bought it, but I haven't played it yet. I've been playing uh, Hearts of Iron. Have you heard? By of that? the way, uh, Terraria is free on Game Pass. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't have Xbox currently. I mean, I don't have um, like Live oh. or anything. I was going to say, that. yeah, you do. <laughs> I have got, an Xbox. You, but... you got a Series S or X. And... Yeah, I have a Series S. But Joe's using it mainly. Oh, well, that's very nice of you. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of him using his, you know, original Xbox. But but um, yeah, gameplay, I've been playing Hearts of Iron. And um, I don't know if you know what that is. Do you know what Hearts of Iron is? I've heard of it. I don't really know much about it. So... Uh, Crusader Kings and Europa Versailles 4 and so they're um, they're like strategy games where you have to like conquer the map and stuff kind of like risk and whatever but you have to like deal with like government and like your currency and all that stuff hi puppers and uh, oh it's so cute hi there pupper I got my dog in my lap for those of you who can't see this which yeah. is everybody else. Yeah. Um, but God, your breast stinks. I was so I was playing this game. So it's later. So it's the same like universe basically, but you get to play in World War Two. And um, I was like, okay, I'm gonna pick a nation and try to like decide the fate of it. So I picked the Republic of Ireland because you know I love the Irish. I'm part yeah. Irish, so yeah. So this is what I decided to do. So I decided to uh, become the leader of Ireland before World War II. So Northern Ireland is still under control of Great Britain, and um, my government has a um, a fascist advisor join the government always fun always fun (laughs) so like i'm watching like everything go down and like watching how like the fascist ideals starts creeping into like democratic ideals and just to watch this to see what happens so that would be interesting just just sit and watch yeah yeah so i save the game and i'm like okay i'm about to start the first civil war of ireland right so (laughs) I start it. Civil war happens and uh fascism fails, just completely fails. I'm like, oh well, okay. So what yeah, would I don't you think starts... citizens would take too kindly to that? Yeah, no, probably not. But anyway, um time goes on. So World War II starts, and then my uh, my relations with Great Britain becomes better, which I was like, this is odd because the Irish don't like the British whatsoever. And as we're as I'm playing this game and watching what's going on, I decide to declare war on Germany and <laughs> and side with them and side with Great Britain. So I did that, and then um, Germany invades Ireland and conquers it, takes a whole entire island from from me and from Great Britain. And then the U.S. joins the war and goes in and saves us, gives us the island back. And then <laughs> later on, like like a year or two later in the game, I decide to bring in communism. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so I brought in communism. To so the, Ireland, of all places. <laughs> of all places. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I decide to bring in communism and the Civil War happens and it, and it works, right? So now it's the people's people's republic of or like people's republic of ireland or something like that and they actually <laughs> conquered the whole entire island because great britain's like we'll see you as a threat we'll give you a part of northern ireland so that you don't you know invade or whatever so they gave You're me like, the okay of, and then I'm invade like, well i i took that piece of ireland and then i was like okay cool i'll start building up my military and so as i'm doing that the great britain and the united states attack and I'm like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, Damn it! <laughs> but yeah, that's what that's my gameplay. Awesome. So, uh, I have been playing quite a bit. Um, today, I decided to start a new game in uh, Stardew Valley because they recently had a huge update 
What's uh, you playing they, that? Yeah, they added a new um, starting farm type uh, where you're on a beach. Your farmland is on a beach, which is cool because it gives you lots of space to fish but at the same time you can't use sprinklers which really does kind of suck because that saves time in the morning um but there's lots of trees and stuff to um harvest and i want to say there are new enemy types there's new fruit types lots of lots of stuff that was added it was a huge update so i am just about finished with my first week there um so that's been fun. I love Stardew Valley. And I've uh, gotten a couple of new games. I bought the Ultimate Edition of Mortal Kombat 11. So not only did I have the or I have the original story, but I also have the aftermath story. And I, I had the I had this on the Switch and I did enjoy it on the Switch, but the original story was super short. And playing through it again, I beat it with uh, within two play sessions, and they were only like maybe two to three hours a piece. So, um, so what the aftermath story does, and there's a story behind why they did it this way. So, if you know anything about Mortal Kombat, you've heard of Shang Tsung. Um, he was the in Mortal Kombat One. He was the final boss. So he's this sorcerer who stays young by uh, devouring people's souls, essentially. He absorbs people's souls and that keeps him forever young. So he was going to be a big part of the original story of Mortal Kombat 11. But like they had his story mapped out. They had you know all the voice acting, everything done. They had the character designed. Well, the guy who portrayed him in the 1995 movie agreed to come on board for the game. So they had, they basically, they were so far in development. They're like, all right, we're just going to scrap this for now, put it on hold. So they took him out of the original story and then redesigned him. And that, like, they brought him back in in the Aftermath story because he's one of the central characters of the Aftermath story. So they made the character look like and sound like the actor who portrayed him in the movie, which is cool. Um, you know, I thought he was portrayed well in the movie. Yeah, I really enjoyed the first Mortal Kombat movie. The second one, not quite as much, but I enjoy it more than people give it credit for. <clears throat> so that's cool. So they made him a DLC character and, you know, he looks and sounds like the guy who portrayed him in the movie so so that's cool i i have now played through the aftermath story also so i've been enjoying mortal kombat 11 uh let's see i bought kingdoms of amalur but i'll probably talk about that on uh yeah remember how we talked about kingdoms of amalur coming to the switch so i bought that for xbox actually been playing through that but i'll talk about that on tamarillic adventures because it's very similar um as far as nintendo though i've been playing more of pokemon black but i also picked up luigi's mansion for mario day and that has been a lot of fun i've been playing that pretty much non-stop the last couple of days and that yeah it's really fun it's i like luigi's mansion it does make you use your brain quite a bit so um let's see Elder Scrolls Online, I'll talk about on Tamarack Adventures. Uh, I think that's about it. So also, as I, I said, I kind of had a crazy weekend. I had to work last night because it was my weekend to work, and that was oh. a lot of fun. Um, day shift left us extra work to do because I didn't feel like doing it. and mm. That's always fun. I worked harder yesterday than i did on a normal work day because oh, wow. they added stuff for me to do because i didn't feel like doing it well um but you know how that goes mm -hmm. but um friday night after i got off work i guested on the fallout feed so if for those of you who don't know they're a very big uh, fallout podcast and they like to get the community involved 
So I was on there. That was quite a bit of fun. So check that out. Um, I did some of my voices toward the end of the episode. Oh, sweet. Which is always fun. Yeah, you're going to have to send me the link. I have to listen to it. Yeah, definitely. So um, I was on, I got on a little bit later because they start around 1045, 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I don't get off work till midnight. So what's it called? Fallout? <clears throat> yes. The Fallout feed. I see. Yep. Yep. So, and they're big Zelda fans too. So, yeah, let them know that. Uh, yeah, Andrew's like, when is the Wind Waker going to be on the Switch? I'm like, well, it uh, hopefully soon. <laughs> hopefully they'll make some sort of announcement, but it was on the Wii U. So they may not bring it on for back-to-back consoles he's like yeah that's the one nintendo console i'd never had like wait so you had the virtual boy it's like well no no i didn't have that either so which one are you on the last one three the latest one yeah okay yeah i'll have to listen to it later so yeah it's it's fun um i talked about how um something that happened when i was streaming fallout 4 yeah that's another thing i've been playing with fallout 4 oh nice um so i talked a little bit about that um because the whole thing is like they get people in the community they they go and do like a slow playthrough of one of the games so every couple episodes it'll you know you'll have to play to maybe two of the main quest story uh main story quests and then send in kind of a walkthrough of mm-hmm. what you did so yeah i've been doing that so um i will say also that it by that point it was probably 12 30 in the morning oh wow and i'd been up since like 7 or 7 30 so jessica star asked me a question and i kind of misunderstood what she said she's like so have you rolled credits on this and i just been talking about far harbor which is one of the dlc and I'm like, uh, no, not quite. Well, I yeah, I thought she meant that, but she was actually talking about the main quest itself. And I'm like, well, and yes, I had, but I was like, uh, no, not quite. Uh, so are you guys okay with spoilers? And like, well, yeah, I think that by this point, everybody knows what happens to the, at the end of the main story. And I I didn't realize they meant the main story. Oh. So I'm like, so I start talking about the DLC. Oh, okay. But no, it wasn't a huge deal. I, it's just something I noticed listening back. I'm like, wait, that's not what she was talking about. <laughs> no, uh, uh, funny. So, but yeah, it, it was fun. So, um, and like yeah. I said, I'll probably talk about that on Tamriel Adventures also. I got a message from DoorDash saying that my pizza was canceled and a refund was uh, sent back. That's been happening to us lately, too. What the hell? Um, yeah, so we had... Apologize for me. Oh, well. We had a delivery yesterday that said it was delivered and we look outside our door because we, we live in an apartment building and that's usually where they leave it. Right. And it wasn't there. And I didn't actually like, so they canceled it or like we got a refund for it and everything, but I found it outside the back door to our building this morning. They didn't even bring it inside the building. They just left it outside. Yeah, you work. You you do work for Grubhub, right? Is it Grubhub or is it DoorDash? Um, I actually, I mean, I I don't do it very much, but every now and then, when we need a little bit of extra money, I'll do DoorDash. Okay. And some of the shit that they've been they've done to us, I'm like you, okay, follow directions. Like yeah. we'll, we'll say, leave it at the door and text it to us when you when you get here because we have a dog. She freaks out when the door. When somebody knocks on the door, or even right. if you hear somebody come in the building. Yep. For my instructions, I say, uh, bring it to the back door, knock, and leave it on the floor. That's it. Like, well, yeah, it's like there's a, when you get an order in, it'll, you'll see the instructions, but nobody fucking reads them. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So, yeah, it's like they'll always just knock, and of course she goes nuts. And, yeah. 
it's like how hard is it because i always it's it's not hard to look at your phone and see the directions there's actually i've encountered people who actually have a sign on their door that says please do not knock knocking upsets my baby which upsets the mama (laughs) yep anyway uh yeah it just kind of blows my mind it's like come on guys read people don't like to read People don't like to read. They don't. They like to interrupt you when you're cleaning a restroom. Like, what's up with people these days, man? They don't know how to yeah. fucking drive. Like, yeah. <sighs> but uh, yeah, that's that's what I've been up to lately. So. Yeah. But I I ordered Chesco's, uh, which is a Middle Eastern restaurant. So I ordered a shawarma sandwich and some hummus on the side. So I'll eat cool. that when it gets here, which will be in about. <laughs> What, 40 minutes? Now hopefully it won't get canceled. Yeah, hopefully not. I'll be pissed if it will be. So, anyway, uh, what's been going on in the world of news? On the world of news, uh, we need a flashy thing on the bottom of our screen. Yeah, we need to start. We need to come up with some bumpers. Something like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we got some cool news articles here. Um, so... I don't know if everybody else knows, but both of us know about Super Mario World opening. will be opening on the 18th of March with strong COVID-19 measures. After the planned February 4th launch was delayed due to the COVID-19 pandemic, Super Mario World will be opening on March 18th. Universal Studios Japan has announced the park located on Universal Studios in Osaka will welcome a limited number of visitors and operate the strict COVID-19 hygiene measures in place, including mandatory mask requirement. So, yeah, for that all those... That is not my dog. Nope, that's definitely not your dog. And neither is it my dog. It's our neighbor's dog. But, <laughs> but for, yeah, for all those who are interested, you should definitely check out the uh, Nintendo of America <clears throat> Twitter. They have That's a- awesome. I'm really excited about that, even though I, I may never see it. I would love to. I'd love to go to Japan at some point. I've always kind of wanted to. Yeah, so the article will be in the show notes for all those who want to check that out. You can also check out Nintendo of America's Twitter account to see more about that. But yeah, during the week you sent me that, so I was like, yeah, it's sick. Um, So um, Nintendo Switch leak may have just accidentally revealed a big announcement. So a new leak this is a couple days old. This is March 11th. Um, new leak has accidentally revealed a big announcement and a big new game coming to Nintendo Switch and Nintendo Switch Lite. 2020, really? Yep, 2021 has been a pretty has been a pretty light on new video game releases so far, especially compared to 2020, which seems to to throw banger after banger at not just Nintendo Switch players, but PS4, PS5, PC, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S players. That said, it looked like one of 2020's best-selling games is coming to Switch and Switch Lite. According to the recent Instagram posts of the official Bandicomi Nako Latin America page, Dragon Ball Z Zeracot is coming to Dragon to Nintendo Switch as the moment of publishing the game has not been announced for Switch or Switch Lite but this just came as news to Nintendo fans that said since the leak started to make the rounds the Instagram page said the Nintendo Switch logo has been added to the available platforms section by mistake which this may be in case many Nintendo fans aren't buying it with the leak possibly revealing the game is just coming to Nintendo Switch and Switch Lite. This is reveals there's no word on release date or release window right now. Desperate. Despite the source, this is still needs to be filled as unofficial given since it's been retracted. Cool. Yeah. Not the I'm not a huge Dragon Ball fan, but cool. Yeah. I know they've got Dragon Ball Fighter Z on the Switch, but I'm not. I've played bits of Dragon Ball games. Like there's one on the Super Nintendo. It's basically a tournament fighter. Yeah. Um, but that's about it. Yeah. 
Um, it's one of those series that's been going on forever. So it's like, where would I even begin if I wanted to? Yeah. Um, other thing on news is Apex Legends on the <laughs> Switch. So um, Apex Legends launched last Tuesday from listening to this. So on the uh the ninth is when it came out um and supposedly it's not that great according to some reviewers such as uh rgt85 on youtube he says it definitely looks good look does look blurry the frame rate targets 30 frames per second but it's not terrible yeah it's not terrible but definitely drops at times and it's kind of disappoints me in a bit if you play first-person shooters on other platforms, it's definitely jarring. So there is a video there if people want to watch it, and he kind of does like a review on it. Which I mean, that's kind of a that's a battle royale game, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's probably I've never. I'm not a big battle royale guy. So. It's, I mean, it's free on the Switch. I mean, Apex yeah, is free. I so. mean, I it says Fortnite, and I tried that, and no, eh. no. <laughs> Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah, fork knife, dude. Give me a steak. Anyway, um, but yeah, yay or nay? Anybody listening, if they uh, tried it or not, tried it yet or not? I haven't tried it yet, but it looks very cartoony. I mean, it is Apex, but but yeah, um, yay or nay, folks? Yay or nay? Yeah, I tried Paladins. That wasn't bad. Yeah. Um. So speaking of our. Uh, our next series on uh, The Legend of Zelda. Nintendo, please let me play Zelda the, the Minish Cap on Switch. Yes, I would uh, agree with that. So, Legend of Zelda The Minish Cap was only fully original Zelda game released on the Game Boy Advance. And it is also one of the better Zeldas even among a crowded field of games that range from great to amazing. Unfortunately, it is the year 2021 and there's no easy way to play it. No, they don't like I don't know why this is, but they never really port Game Boy Advance games. Like there's no virtual console in on anything for Game Boy Advance. So the only way you can play this is if you have a Game Boy Advance. So and if you do then great if not you have to i mean it's a zelda game so you're still gonna be paying quite a bit for it especially since it's probably fairly rare at this point i know uh, the player way podcast i want to say brian played it recently so i don't know how he came across it but yeah that, i mean that's pretty much the only way you would be able to have access to it mm. unless you cheat right which i have i need to play that i have it on my phone (laughs) but i don't condone that Hmm. but you gotta do what you gotta do right um so speaking of speaking of getting stuff switched over to the switch uh there's an article by nintendo life soapbox i'm tired of ports and remakes we're all nintendo's new ideas really that's everything in the in the title. Well, we need to know. Like, where's the rest? Where's like the where's all the good ideas? You know what? I can see both sides of this because with ports and remakes, they give people access to games they might not have played before. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you think about it, game with uh, the Minish Cap. I mean, that game's been out since probably early two thousands. So there are some kids who have a switch who probably never even maybe heard of that game before mm-hmm. and it's like it's the same with um, with link's awakening and that came out a couple of years with almost two years ago year and a half ago something like that yeah i mean that came out when was that early 90s so i made it might have been like 10 at that point mm-hmm. if that i don't remember exactly what year that came out i'm sure we'll get to that at some point but so i i can see people's frustration with ports and mm-hmm. and but then there's also the people 
who have been demanding the remake of Pokemon Gen 4. Um, so there are people who demand these ports and then there are remakes and then there are people who are like, okay, give me the next gen or give me a brand new Zelda game. Right. Or something like that. I mean, we've got Skyward Sword coming to the Switch. I've never played that one. I'm looking forward to it. So I don't know. Like I said, I can see both sides of the argument. As long as it's not solely ports or remakes. Yeah. Like give us, yes, give us some new content, but I'm okay with remakes at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, um, so NVIDIA is on the way out. They're, um, they're not making the, the production, the NVIDIA is to end production chip of Nintendo Switch Tegra chip. So Nintendo can't delay upgrading the internals of the Switch hybrid con- console much longer if the latest rumor is to be believed. Nintendo, I mean, not Nintendo, NVIDIA is apparently preparing to end production of its Terra X1 macro processor this year, the chip found at the heart of every Switch today. The Game Reactor reports a person familiar with the matter has stated NVIDIA will stop making the, the Tegra X1 Plus, better known as the, te- the Tegra X1 microchip on a chip SOC for the most, uh, at some point in 2021. It means Nintendo will no longer have access to fresh supply, supply unless, of course, it upgrades a switch to use an alternative SOC. Japanese, or they change graphics chips. The Japanese company can, however, ensure it orders enough macro chips to fulfill the short team needs. But then I also saw an article before we started the show. Nintendo Switch Pro launch now looks closer thanks to NVIDIA. Um, Nintendo Switch Pro could be on its way as NVIDIA stops making a key Switch part, um, which is the same thing as we just talked about. But um, Nintendo Switch Pro release date, specs, and leaks, and more. Best on the get the best. Oh, that's okay. Uh, that's nothing. Um, Nintendo said nothing on, on completely stopping production of the Switch, but it's still um, selling even four years after its release. Therefore, it's most likely there will be a new chip or some kind of continue producing more Switch units. Needing a new chip is excellent opportunity to make some upgrades for performance, like the ones rumored for the Switch Pro. Um, rumors around a Switch performance boost have it tipped to deliver 1080p graphics rendering, make it handheld mode, some for 4K output when docked. It's not hugely likely a Switch console will be able to deliver true 4K gaming, but some leaks and hints points towards a form of co-processor and a new Switch dock to help mix the graphics into a 4K output. Yeah. Interesting. So, so that's yeah. another one of those wait and see scenarios. Wait basically. and see, folks. Wait and see. Um, well, I mean, I'm sure we'll see something come out of it. So, Yeah. Um, so Nintendo sales and deals. Um, there is a Square Enix sale, spring sale, going until uh, March 24th. Um, so you can get games such as Collection of Mana for 20 bucks, Dragon Quest, you can get that for 349, Dragon Quest 2, you can get that for 454, Dragon Quest 3 for 874, Final Fantasy, uh, 1X, I don't know what nine, no, so nine yep. is 1049, 10 is 799, 11 remastered is 999, and then Final Fantasy X, Dash X. Dash two HD remaster is twenty four ninety nine. That Final Fantasy the Zodiac Age is twenty four ninety nine. There's a bunch of other games here as well that are on sale. With a lot of Final Fantasy, <laughs> Square Enix. Yes, a lot of Final Fantasy. A lot of games like Final Fantasy is on sale. Collection um, of Mana would be really cool. I know Secret of Mana is really good. Mm-hmm. Jackbox March Madness sale is until the 18th of this month. Uh, you can get games. The Jackbox uh, Jackbox Party Pack 2 is $9.99 and the, the Party Pack 4 is on sale for $12.49. And that is all for sales and deals. 
Yeah, that I need to get one of those because I think that'd be something my wife would play with me. Yeah, I um, Fire Rider has been playing um, Jack's box with a lot of people on her Discord. Hmm. Uh, I so I was watching them play. Was it last week or something like that? It looks like it's a lot of fun, and I know the Hive has Jackbox game nights. Yep. So I need to check it out. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I might actually get one of these to play on Saturday night. We're doing a, a game night over here. Which one um, do they normally play? Um, it depends, really. Um, I have the last one, I think, on on Game Pass, but Was I that might five. Yeah, but I might get one of these or both of them for. Um, for our game night on on Saturday night, I'm having a bunch. I didn't of know one was on Game Pass. I need to definitely get that then. Yeah, I think it's on Game Pass still. I'm not sure. I'll have to look. Yeah, but cool. Uh, any new releases? Mm, and new releases not that I know of. I can take a quick look. They're playing Magic. Okay. Um. You guys sent me a message just like I'm recording an episode, bud. <laughs> March 26th is the closest one. Looks like it's coming out. Uh, Mata on a Rise. Oh, yeah. I think we talked about that last episode. Mm-hmm. Splatoon 2 is coming out in 2022. Or Splatoon 3. 3 sorry. Yep. <laughs> um, Mario Golf is coming out on June 25th. June, July cool. 16th is Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. Yep, the day before my birthday. Sick, dude. Looking forward to that. That'd be a great birthday present. Mm-hmm. To for myself. Just, that's probably how it's going to end up. <laughs> Your birthday is, the, is July 15th, right? Yeah. 17th. 17th. Yep. Cool. All right, so... Cool. All right. Let's uh, talk about some Zelda then. Let me go get another drink. I'll be right back. All right. So Zelda first debuted on February 21st, if I could talk, of 1986. So we just passed its 35th birthday. You can't talk. Just kidding. No, never. So it is an action adventure series who, and um, it was created by Shigeru Miyamoto and Takashi Tezuka. So, and the composer for the original game is Koji Kondo. So, and this series has had many, many uh, entries and even some spinoffs. And we are going to be talking about most if not all of them even the cdi games so i am definitely excited to get into this series so because as you know uh one of our very first episodes was about just our memories of the series over the years as we were gearing up for the release of link's awakening so let's dive in so the series centers around different incarnations of link who is a courageous young Hylian man with pointy elf-like ears and Princess Zelda, who is a magical princess and is the mortal reincarnation of the goddess Hylia. And they fight to save the magical land of Hyrule from Ganon, who is an evil warlord turned demon king. And he is, of course, the principal antagonist of the series. And the series also centers around mostly the Triforce, which is a sacred relic left behind by the three goddesses that created Hyrule. And they wish to remake the world in their own image. And so basically, usually what happens is the three central characters each possess a piece of the Triforce. Uh, Zelda has the Triforce of Wisdom. Link has the Triforce of Courage. And Ganon slash Ganondorf has the Triforce of Power. Along with their personalities and backstory, they differ from game to game. There are different, like I said, there's different incarnations of these characters throughout the series. There's a whole 
really convoluted timeline that to this day is a hot debate. Nobody can really agree on what game takes place where in the series. There's also uh, diverging timelines based on what happens in Ocarina of Time. So um, in my mind, like, who really gives a shit? Like, just enjoy the game. (laughs) You're thinking way too deeply about it. Um, Most people, though, agree that this first game um, in the series, uh, the original Legend of Zelda, isn't actually the first game in the timeline. And um, I want to say that Breath of the Wild is, um, as of right now, the last game in the timeline, just based on what happens. Uh, uh, Ocarina of Time uh, isn't the first game in the timeline. I want to say Skyward Sword is actually, you know, canonically first, the first events in the series. But... um, yeah, uh, with as, long, as far as the whole thing goes, there's also a Zelda cartoon. Excuse me, princess. Um, that came out. It was a part of the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. So Zelda, the series was still pretty new. Um, I want to say it even came out before Zelda 2. So th- there wasn't really a lot known about Link's character or Zelda's character. Um, You're also dealing with Zelda's father. But as far as the series goes, um, The Legend of Zelda is principally inspired by Shingeri Miyamoto's explorations as a young boy. So you know how Pokemon was inspired by the creator's love of bug collecting as a child? Well, this uh, series was inspired by Shingeru Miyamoto's love of just going out and exploring as a kid. So, uh, you know, he would explore hillsides, forests, caves, you know, that surrounded his childhood home in Sanobi, Japan. I think that's how you pronounce that. Um, So he just, he would just go out and explore. Like he wouldn't really have a destination in mind. He would just go and see what he could find. So he, there was one point as a kid, he apprehensively entered a cave and explored its depths with the aid of a lantern. And he was referred to, he referred to this creation, to this as the creation of the Zelda games. And it was an attempt to bring to life a miniature garden for players to play with in each game in the, the series. So the story and the setting was developed by Takahashi, um, sorry, Takashi Tezuka, and he was seeking to create a fairy tale-like adventure game. And he drew on uh, stories like *The Lord of the Rings*. And according to Kenji Terui, who wrote the backstory in the first game, it was inspired by the battles of medieval Europe written with the concept of the Triforce. And the Master Sword was inspired by Excalibur, you know, which of course comes from Arthurian legend. So that, um, that really centers, I mean, it, it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. So um, Zelda is named after Zelda Fitzgerald who is an American novelist and socialite and... Uh, Very interesting. Didn't sorry, know. no. Um, hearing of American novelist, socialite, and painter Zelda Fitzgerald. So, yeah, that that's uh, where she got her name. Zelda, I'm sorry, Link's look comes from Peter Pan and um, the fairies. Yeah, it. I mean, it's pretty uncanny with, you know, the green hat and tunic and all that. Um, Of course, the the fairies were inspired by Tinkerbell, you know, fairies like Navi. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. We should get a sound clip of that. God, just whatever you do, don't play it nonstop. Please, I'm begging you. Please do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it, It that, I mean, a lot of people think she's really annoying. Some people don't, but 
It's like, just let me play the damn game. Hey, listen. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> so, um, The Legend of Zelda takes place primarily predominantly in medieval Western Europe inspired um, fantasy world called Hyrule. Most of the time, not all the time. Um, there are other places like Termina. Um, I blanking on the names of the places, the Oracle games take place. Uh, but we'll get into that when we get to those games. So um, there's some in-game backstories where the world of Hyrule was created by the three golden goddesses, Din, Faror, and Nairu. And uh, before departing, the goddess is left to sacred artifacts, which, of course, is the Triforce. So um, Skyward Sword um, shows how the Triforce was sought by the Demon King Demise, an eternal being that had conquered time itself. And like I said, I've never played that one, but it would be really cool just to go through and see like the first story of the series. Uh, regardless of whether or not you like the motion controls, they found a way around that where you don't have to do those or use those. <clears throat> so here's a kind of an article that talks about Link. So he, of course, is the central protagonist in the series, and he is the name of various young male Highlands. And because that is one thing, like there are different incarnations of Link throughout the series, like the Link who is in ocarina of time is not the same link that's in say wind waker or twilight princess you know you 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 know there's also the ones from the uh you know spirit tracks and phantom hourglass so yeah like you do kind of pick up on that like at the beginning of wind waker they actually tell the story of what happened like it's like a, a tale like they tell the tale of ocarina of time how it it happened like such a long time ago and since then hyrule has flooded Mm. so and of course you you eventually i like basically i kind of think of link as kind of like not so much like a possession but you kind of inherit his spirit in a way so his spirit kind of gets passed down uh, through these characters yeah and that's why like at the beginning of the game each character kind of has a different backstory so link in ocarina of time was like his mom passed away and he never knew his mom and he grew up with these forever young like elfish characters like the, the kokiri and Link in Twilight Princess, yeah, I mean, he's a young man by this point, and he grew up in a different village. Like, he never dealt with these childlike Kokiri. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, you know, so, but at the same time, these three essential characters, they're always there in one form or another. Yep. So, um, yeah, Zelda, of course, she's she's always kind of there in a way, too. Um, in, the, I think it's Spirit Tracks, her name is Tetra. Mm. I'm sorry, in Phantom Hourglass and uh, Wind, Wind Waker, her name is Tetra. But eventually you find out that she's kind of an incarnation of Zelda. Um, and she's always a central character, too. Like I, like I said, she usually, um, I mean, she's kind of like, a lot of the time, she's kind of like Mario uh, and Peach, where she gets kidnapped by Ganon. Yep. Not all the time. There are times where she does help him fight. And there's even a CDI game where you play as her. Hmm. Um, sorry, Zelda Wand of Gamelon, I believe is what the name of it is. And we'll definitely get into that Sweet. when we talk about the CDI games. But in Skyward Sword, it's actually revealed that Zelda um, is a reincarnation of Hylia. Oh, so, interesting. I know that. And um, Ganon, um, also when, he, when he's in human form, his uh, name is Ganondorf, mm. is usually the main antagonist and the final boss in the majority of the games. Yep. Um, Ganondorf 
is the leader of a desert tribe of Gerudo. And I believe, if I remember right, uh, Gerudo usually are female, but it's kind of like um, the main uh, first stock of Khajiit, where there's, if there is one, that's the leader. Because, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, there's only one main alive at a time with Khajiit, and there's usually only one male Gerudo at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's usually taller than other NPCs. Um, but yeah, he does have his demonic form, Ganon. Um, usually, kind of looks like a pig. Um, if you play, if you watch the cartoon, he definitely looks like a, a walking, talking pig. But yeah, um, of course, in Breath of the Wild, he's kind of a just an entity. He's not. He's kind of like a. He's not even a a corporal form. He's just kind of a the tornado almost. I don't know how else to describe him. Um, Unlike Link and Zelda, though, um, he's actually the same person in every game, mm-hmm. with the exception of Four Swords. So he, I guess, just reincarnates as himself, not different people. So it's always the same entity. Um, and Skyward Sword, it indicates that Ganon is a reincarnation, reincarnation of the evil deity known as Demise. So, the, like I said, the chronology of Zelda has been a subject of debate for a long time. Um, although there was kind of an official timeline released within the Hyrule Historia Collector's Book. Um, so, that, I mean, I guess that if you do want to know, uh, look it up. It, it's, it does get really confusing. So, um, let's talk about the game itself. So, uh, like I said, it, it's a game that came out in 1986, and it was designed by Shigeru Miyamoto, who also created Mario, and uh, Takashi Tezuka. And basically, I mean, a lot of this stuff that stays consistent in the, in the series started here. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the weapons, a lot of the um, dungeons, uh, a lot of the stuff that's held true was present in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, collecting stuff, trading. A lot of the enemies um, are still there, like Octoroks and Like Likes. And you have Hyrule Wales. Warriors, don't you? Age of Calamity, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't have the first one. I did have it at one point in time, but I do have Age of Calamity. You like it, don't you? Is it good? I'm yeah, yeah. Play the devil I, for a bit. I still need to finish it, but yeah, I, I definitely enjoy it. Yeah, um, I keep talking about playing uh, Breath of the Wild, but I haven't really played all of it. Yeah. I played some of it, but yeah, I've kind of been taking a break because I was playing it nonstop, and I was getting—I guess I was getting a little burnt out. Mm-hmm. But I definitely will be finishing it. Okay. Um, so as far as um, this series, though, like I said, a lot of the stuff that has held true like even lionels i didn't i've completely forgot that uh, you see lionels in breath of the wild they're the uh, like half horse half lion type enemies mm-hmm. and they shoot uh shock arrows at you um those were in the first game <laughs> so and as far as i know um adventure of link zelda 2 adventure of link is the only like true sequel to this to this game at least there are sequels to other games but as far as a sequel to the original there's only one and of course that was the first one i ever played we talked about that on our uh, yeah. uh reflections episode on the series yeah um but yeah the the theme song was in this was in this first game of course everybody knows it's too it's dangerous to go long take this or it's dangerous to go alone yeah um there's i'm pretty sure that was made into a shirt where you just go into this cave and there's a guy saying it's dangerous to go alone take this and that's where you get the sword yeah um but one thing that i, I mean for newer fans with this game, it's probably a little difficult because they don't really t- like tell you here, go here. 
you know, yeah. you, you just have to go out and explore. And that's right. how you learn about your surroundings. Nobody tells you where stuff is. Mm-hmm. Nobody tells you where these dungeons are. You just have to go and look. So you can actually find dungeons before you're supposed to. Um, like no, nothing's really handed to you in this mm-hmm. game. But I mean, I do love it. Uh, it's on the uh, Switch um, NES online library. Um, as far as also one that gives you a lot of the items ahead of time. Um, there's a, you know, there's a, yeah, I'm not, I'm blanking on the word. The There's a option for that. I can't remember what they call it. Um, so it kind of give you an edge in the game. Wow. So um, yeah, like um, there's certain items that change your tunic color. Like I guess white is the strongest one, not green. 6.5 million copies. Wow. For the first yeah. game. Um, there's a version, there's kind of a re-release. Uh, I, I think, I can't remember what it is. A BS Zelda. I can't remember what the BS stands for. It's not bullshit. Um, <laughs> because uh, the Famicom actually had a very early version of online capabilities. Yeah. Where you could actually download stuff. So uh, I want to say it was like broadcast system or something like that. Um, the Angry Video Game Nerd uh, had a video on this where it was the original Legend of Zelda, but it was kind of brought up to 16 bit graphics. Yeah. Um, God, that's going to drive me nuts. I need to figure, I need to remember what that's called. Yes. Um, but yeah, I I love the series. I still play the original game from time to time. Um, Zelda Two was com- was a, quite a bit different. We'll get into that in the next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the the game play of the original Zelda was you know top down. Um, <laughs> one of the dungeons in the original game. Uh, has gotten some cotton, you know, some heat because it kind of looks like a swastika. Um, I don't know if you ever saw that. Mm-mm. Um, but yeah, the it was the Famicom disk system that had the online capabilities, I believe. Oh, well. unfortunately, we had we never had anything like that over here. I wish we did, but a lot of the copies in America were gold colored as opposed to the standard gray. Interesting. That made it feel a little bit more special. Um, Zelda 2 is like that too, or it was a gold cartridge. We are special. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was also one of the first games that had a password system. Because, you know, a lot of the earlier NES games didn't have a save system. But uh, thankfully Zelda did, because can you imagine playing that whole game in one setting? Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, like I said, I'm just I'm really hoping for some announcements here pretty soon. That would be great. But if you do want to play this and you don't have an NES, it is on the um, Nintendo Switch Online category for the oh, really? NES. Interesting. So, yep. So. Cool. Um, but yeah, everything I learned. Everything about the game i love the gameplay i love the music music has always been a big part of the series i think my food's here okay well we're wrapping up anyway so oh, okay cool. they didn't cancel your order this time like uh no, DoorDash no, did with papa john's no they didn't yeah all right so um yeah i guess link's name um was kind of a reference to how he connects to a lot of uh, connects players to the world. Mm-hmm. I guess that's where his name comes from. So, yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, and he's kind of a you know a representation of coming of age. I guess that's really that's especially true in Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, um, I guess we'll just go ahead and uh, wrap up here. So he, I mean, they've. 
Link has even been in Mario Kart at this point, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing. Have you played this one at all? Which one? The, the original Zelda. No, I haven't. Okay. Yep. Um, well, you'll probably need a walkthrough. <laughs> mm, yeah. And our friends at ZeldaDungeon.net will provide that for you. Yeah. Sure. So yeah, I, I've played it. I've never actually beaten it. Um, unless you count the Zelda, the original Zelda levels on uh, NES Remix. Where, yeah, they actually do have uh, where you can immediately take on Ganon and how quickly you can beat, you can beat Ganon in the original game. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever played NES Remix. Mm. It was fun. But yeah, that is the original Zelda. Very groundbreaking game for the NES because I don't really know of any other games like it at that point. Yeah. There have been a lot of... Uh, attempts to make a game like Zelda and a lot of them have failed. Oh yeah. Um, I want to say there's a game on the NES called uh, Highlight or High uh, something like it. it started with an H and it was really bad. Uh, okay. the nerd did an episode on that too. Interesting. So yep, next episode we will be talking about Zelda 2, which uh, I definitely got memories of also. Like I said, that was the first Zelda game I ever played. Nice. And it was a little bit of a departure from the first one. Um, this one, a lot of fans either love it or hate it. So, Well, I don't either hate it or don't like it. Or I don't love it or I don't hate it either. It was just, I've it, never played it, so. it was just different. I mean, kind of like how Mario 2 is different than Mario 1, although Mario 2 in America is also kind of a reskinning of a different game. Right. But um, anyway... What else do you, do you have anything else going on? Um, so for my cast, um, I'll be releasing the episode tomorrow sometime after work. Uh, I just need to finish some research on the species of ants that I'm covering. Um, but other than that, nothing really other than that. So, yeah. Cool. Well, I will be putting an episode of Tamriel Adventures out this week. We're going to be going back to the Adra and Daedra series, and we are going to be covering Mara. Um, Yep. So a little bit more information on Mara compared to the other Adra. And uh, an episode of Tapes from the Waste just came out. It was a little bit of a mini-sode while KDB is preparing his information on the Enclave. So... Cool. Like I said, I was I just made an appearance on the Fallout feed. I'll listen to that tomorrow. Or... And uh, yeah, that episode's three and a half hours long, just to let you know ahead of time. Well, I have uh, plenty of hours at work to cover. So, so yeah, that's about it. Uh, so where can people find you if they so choose? You can find me on Instagram at Durka Does Gaming or Formicast Podcast. Cool. And my personal Instagram and Twitter is iangold08. And you can find the show on Instagram at Nintendo Podcast and Twitter at Nintendo P. So, and as always, stay safe. Or, uh, stay tuned for more Nintendo. Yes. Stay safe too. That's a great one. <laughs> yeah, stay safe. Um, <laughs> that's the other show. Cool. Yes. <laughs> I, it was bound to happen once. Yep. Don't uh, uh, don't stay six feet apart and don't wear your mask. All right, let's go. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, maybe if you've had your shot, I haven't yeah. had mine yet. I haven't had mine either, and well, I don't plan on taking yeah. it. But anyway, anyway, stay tuned for more <laughs> info. All right, see you guys in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs>